you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Welcome, listeners, to the Rock Your Restaurant podcast, engaging topics that help restaurants build their brands, create employee magic, and deliver amazing guest experiences. Thanks, listeners, for tuning in. You know, high turnover is a fact of life in this business. It really challenges management, makes the rest of the staff work much harder, and obviously costs restaurants lots of money, doesn't it? It's a real bitter pill. But you can rise to the challenge, get creative, and build your dream team. I know it. I did it. Um, Today I'm speaking with Keisha from MyEmployees.com, and we'll be talking about the importance of employee recognition and rewards and what a powerful effect this has on your restaurant business. Welcome, Keisha. Thank you, Roger. So I'm really excited to talk to you today, Keisha, because as you know, I ran restaurants for about 20 years. And when I first started, I really, I quickly realized that motivating my staff, keeping them happy would be super important to delivering the best guest experiences. And that was a huge competitive advantage in my restaurant. And when I first started, I had a seasonal place, and it was really hard to find staff. You know, we were in kind of a remote area. It was a ski resort. Most of the employees had to drive about 45 minutes to get there. And it was, you know, the first couple of years were really, really challenging, not only to find good staff, but then to keep them. So I made it a priority, and over time, you know, working on staff recognition in my own sort of way, my turnover went down, my staff eventually made more money, they had more fun, and then, of course, the guests were having more fun, and that was a win-win-win. So that's kind of my basic story, and had I known about my employees sooner, this is definitely something I would have liked to have taken advantage of. I just didn't know about it when I owned and operated restaurants. But now that I do know about it, I want to share that word with every restaurant out there because I I don't think there's anything more important than building that dream team of staff. Awesome. And you know what? That is awesome to hear, Roger, because I love the fact that you were already doing a lot of things that we work with our clients to do, and you were already doing them and kind of creating your own game plan uh, long before we ever met. So that's amazing. Yeah, you know, it it was sort of common sense. It was something I needed to do. And it was as simple as, you know, I spent a lot of time, uh, one of the real, we're going to get into Dave's book in a few minutes. Dave's book was really amazing. But one of the takeaways that totally resonated with me was, you know, work on your business now so you decide how you can work in it later. And I put a lot of systems in place in this restaurant up front, and that freed up a lot of my time. And it really made the whole thing work. But uh, one of the most important things I used to do was just walk around and notice. And I would catch employees doing things right, and I would praise them and recognize them. And I found that that was so much more powerful than, you know, raises. And, of course, people need to make more money, and raises are an important part, you know, to recognize people over time. But, you know, there's some snafus to that as well. But we spent lots of time just recognizing what people did right, praising them, and then rewarding them. Um, I asked all of my suppliers up front, and every restaurant out there works with lots of different food and beverage companies, and they have just warehouses full of stuff like T-shirts and hats and neon beer signs and you name it. And I would ask them every single year just to give me a selection of things that they were that was just sitting around in the warehouse that they just wanted to get rid of, and it was really valuable stuff. 
and I just assembled this war chest. And then whenever somebody, you know, was really doing an outstanding job going above and beyond, you know, they could kind of walk into the closet and pick something out. And it was a thank you from me, a pat on the back, and, hey, you know, take a prize out of the closet. And they were just yeah. thrilled. And, you know, just something simple like that made them work so much harder. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how things like that can can change someone's day? I mean, I can only imagine the times when you had that happen, where maybe when they came in, they were they were doing their best, you know, they were still doing a great job, but they were maybe dragging a little bit, or maybe had something happen at home, and just that simple fact that you took a moment to say thank you changed their entire outlook. Have you ever seen anything like that? You know, it's funny. I'm still doing things like that today, even though I'm no longer in the restaurant business. You you bring up a key point. You know, I have a 10-year-old daughter who's in elementary school, and she did a – there was just a homework assignment about a person that inspires her or motivates her in her life, and it turned out to be her skiing coach. And I took a snapshot on my phone, and I just happened to email this to my coach, and I just thanked him for everything that he does in the kids' lives and for making a difference. And I got an email right back saying, you have no idea how much this meant to me because I was having a bad day and this just totally turned it around. So simple stuff like that. And and the light bulb goes off and and it's just kind of a eureka moment and it just makes everybody feel good. But when you have a lot of employees on the floor, you know, it's easy to overlook people, but I made it a point to recognize constantly. And then we had one other program that was super popular, and it was called Difference Dollars. And over, we did it for, I don't know, 10 years maybe. It was something that after I'd run the business a while that I came up with, and it just got bigger and bigger. And what we would do is recognize two people every single week. And before we opened the doors to our restaurant, we gathered the entire staff that was working that night into the kitchen. We usually did it on a Saturday. That was our busiest day, and the majority of the staff were working and everyone would just gather in the kitchen. You know, I'd have like 40 people all gathered around, and I would stand up, and no one knew who it was going to be. And at first, they were kind of embarrassed to be recognized. They didn't have to say anything or, or, or give a speech. That was sort of my, my situation. I would tell people, you know, the staff, what, what the difference was, what, what the staff person did that either changed a guest experience for the better or, you know, perhaps he helped out a he or she turned, helped out a teammate, whatever it was. And then that person would come forward. They would get a $20 bill from me and a can of Red Bull. And then their name would go up on the wall for the week until the following week. And that was called Difference Dollars. And, again, really, really simple stuff, but it just went a long, long way. And, you know, over time we built this dream team. And uh, it became a strong part of our company culture. And then after that I never had any trouble finding new employees because I had a line out the door of people that wanted to work there because it was so much fun. It became a company culture, and it really became, um, you know, a family that, that were really tight and really close, even though I had a seasonal business that was only open four months a year. People came back year after year after year, and they worked for me for 12, 15, 18 years. It was just incredible. And just some simple things were able to, to develop that. And I can only imagine, you know, how we could have taken this to the next level with uh, with what my employees offers. <laughs> well, Why don't you tell I me a little love... bit about my employees? Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, no, it, I'm just so excited to hear your story, Roger. Thank you. Um, 
just the way that you talk about your employees, first of all, is one of the things that we work on here as well. Is you know, and, and I talk to all my clients about that. The fact that it's so important to notice those little things. It's so important to take the time because everybody speaks a little bit differently whenever they're wanting to be recognized. You know, um, somebody will love to be called up in front of people, and other people would prefer to have a gift, and other people would prefer just a nice, quiet handshake behind the scenes. But when you have a combination of these things where you're doing a little bit of all of them, that combination is what, like what you were talking about, contributes to that dream team. And that's what our goal is here as well, is is to create kind of a process and a game plan um, to make that happen and also to help that stay consistent over the long term. Um, but let me back up a little bit. You asked about my employees, so I should I should probably start a little bit at the beginning here. Um, David Long is our CEO and, and founder. He actually started the company back in 1989. Um, ironically, he started it in a 12 by 12 foot garage of his parents' home, uh, which is a very humble beginnings. But he was just uh, determined. And, and when you meet Dave Long, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He's an amazing man with a, a strong passion for what he does. Um, and so he actually traveled from door to door and uh, and actually from store to store even, um, selling the early version of our Employee of the Month program. Uh, and then from that, it just kind of grew into the company that it is today, uh, which is quite incredible, actually. Um, and now we serve over 11,000 active clients across the United States. That is really, really impressive. And I love stories like that. You know, it's really sort of a rags-to-riches tale, and I know Dave has found a lot of success in his life. Um, you can tell me about his book in a moment. I mean, I read the book, and it was really, really powerful. And, um, you know, just those ideas about how you can start from humble beginnings and really make incredible dreams come true, but more than that, make a huge impact in other people's lives. And I can only imagine how these concepts, you know, have touched so many people over the years in so many different industries. And I know this is particularly a restaurant call because you do focus on restaurants. But, uh, yeah, stories like that are, are unbelievable. And in a very humble way, I was very proud of the fact that in my restaurants I had people that started off as dishwashers or they made salads and they prepped and they, they went on to become the kitchen managers and, and the leaders in my organization over time. And, and, and I saw people that started with me in high school. You know, they were 14, 15 years old. And then at the end, you know, one of the guys was running my kitchen in two different restaurants simultaneously. So, you know, on a much smaller scale. But, yeah, that's the idea we're talking about, how, you know, these simple ideas can make such a huge impact in organizations and really just make people's days, make them feel like they're, you know, that they're engaged in what they're doing. They've got a family and a team to support them. And, you know, it's just fulfillment is, is so hard to find. So if you can provide that in an employee's life, you know, there's nothing better. <laughs> You're so right. It's it's incredible to see how these things can actually change. And, and I've heard and spoken to so many of my clients that will kind of start out going, are you sure, you know, <laughs> and they kind of, they kind of listen to my little spiel or, you know, or talk to me a little bit about their program. And, and they go, yeah, we're just we're just going to hand somebody a plaque. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is so much more than that. Um, you know, getting back to Dave books, Dave's book, excuse me, um, like you talked about, it's, it's so much more than just creating this program. There's these simple things that you can do um, in your employees' lives and in your own life 
that you will actually not only become a better person yourself, but you'll be able to encourage your team and see them grow, just like you saw in your restaurants, Roger. You know, stories like that is what we hear from our clients on a regular basis because they're able to find those kind of diamond-in-the-rough people or those people that are, are determined that they want to be success, successful and they want to make something of themselves and they're they're willing to work hard and, and grow into that person. And so that's what we look to find with this program and also encourage and, and foster that growth in them. So, Absolutely um, true. Yeah, no question. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, those I'm getting goosebumps listening to you tell it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that somebody else gets goosebumps because I do too when I hear your stories of people that have grown through things like this. It's incredible. Um, getting back to Dave's book, just to kind of Go give ahead. you the, the mm-hmm. basics of it, it's it was in 2014 that Dave Long released it. It's called Built to Lead. It's seven management rewards principles on how to become a top 10% manager. Um, this is something that he is, has not only done on a regular basis himself, but he's taught the managers here how to do it. He's taught these concepts. He's teaching us how to do these things so that we can in turn turn around and teach our clients. And so this is a a culture here of paying attention to these rewards principles, paying attention to how to continually, and not just every once in a while or not just when you feel like it, but how to continually push yourself to grow and be better today than you were yesterday. And, uh, And that's just something we strive to do here as a culture, as a company. You know, that is so incredible. You know, that's something that I say on a, on a daily basis. Help me to be better today than I was yesterday and better tomorrow than I am today. And if you can apply that to your organization and share that so that everyone has that common feeling and everyone's working toward that common purpose, I mean, it's amazing what you can achieve. And, again, this is the restaurant business is a high turnover business. It's a transient business. There's college students. There's people that come and go all the time. And again, that costs the organization money and it's just something you want to eliminate as much as you can. And these principles, I am absolutely convinced, will absolutely do that. (laughs) You know what? I'm sure that you are. And the reason why I know that you are is because I hear you repeating back, even if it's not in the same phraseology that, that we've used from the book and things like that, it's the same concept. It's that same basic principle as far as knowing that how important it is to continually recognize your people and be a great leader of people and not just the boss that says, hey, do this and do that, but mm-hmm. someone that Absolutely. is genuinely invested in their team. And that's huge. That is so huge. So I'm just so excited to, to hear your stories. Um, I did want to tell you, too, just to kind of give you the full picture of, of what we've yeah. been doing, mm-hmm. um, is that now because of what we do here, not just with restaurants, but we actually work with over, uh, well, I'm currently working with over 700 clients, each one of our recognition consultants, which is what I do. We have around that number right now. Um, and, and they're different companies, and they are all different industries. So like you mentioned earlier, not just restaurants, but we are actually pulling from all different industries as well and making sure that we are giving a complete picture as far as recognition across the board. So even if you're not quite sure how to apply this, we can find a way. <laughs> That's what we do all day long. Um, That's and amazing. So 
Oh, yeah, it's it's so much fun. But our goal for all of our clients is to create that world-class culture. That's, uh, you know, we we tried to come up with different ways, and they were really, really long phrases, and so we've just kind of summed it up into that. We want to create a world-class culture with each one of our clients' companies. Well, that's tremendous. You know, the boss o- over, well, decades really sort of is a stereotype, isn't it? It's sort of the boss has gotten a bad rap because not every boss gets these concepts. But if they only yeah. tuned in to Built to Lead and this podcast and some of these ideas we're sharing, I mean, it's really a priority every single day. And there's so many different priorities in your business and especially in restaurants. Mm-hmm. I call it the business of a thousand details. But I always mm-hmm. made staff job one because they have such a, a powerful impact on your customer. You know, so again, if the staff are having fun, you know your customers are having fun, and it all just trickles down from the top. Absolutely. Well, and you bring up a good point, Roger, is that, and this is something that I hear on a daily basis from my clients, you know, oh, you know, I was going to get the winners in, and and we had, you know, the fryer go down, or, you know, I was going to get the winners in, and we had um, the health department came in, you know, we had to stop everything and make sure they were taken care of, and then my my regional came in, or my district manager, you know, and and all these different things, like you said, a thousand details, they're always being thrown at you 24-7, so to have what we do is we make sure that your program is going to stay consistent. Um, Actually, when you look at our clients, the average recognition program only lasts about three months. Our average client, like pretty much almost minimum, is three years. So to say that you're going to sign up for something or be a part of something that is going to be consistently successful for at least three years, that's what you're saying whenever you become a, a, a part of this with my employees. That's that's awesome. Let's talk a little bit more about world-class culture. So when you become okay. a client at my employees, tell me about what happens next. Okay. So basically um, what we do, I mentioned a little bit before, I'm a recognition consultant. And so as soon as you have that program set up with your restaurant, then Uh I would get on the phone with you and I would say, okay, Roger, we want to make sure that your program is successful, so let's get all these details in place for your program. In other words, the first thing is I would want to know what is the engagement level of you and your management team because that's huge. Mm -hmm. If your managers are not on board with this, well, I'm sure you know as well, <laughs> it's going to be very, very yes. difficult to drive a program or drive anything in your restaurant if your managers are not on board. And so that's the first thing we want to start with. And then after that, I would ask you um, a very simple question. If you could wave a magic wand and change three things about your staff, or if you could wave a magic wand and, and implement three things in your team that you wanted to see implemented, what would those be? And we would just kind of go from there and engage what your needs are as far as recognition goes. Some people start off where they they have no idea how to begin something like this. And then others, like yourself, are, are like professionals and been doing this for years. And we are completely available and, and capable of coming alongside any anyone on that spectrum and saying, okay, let's take what you're already doing and where you're already at and grow it into even more than you thought possible. That's fantastic. So you'll hold you, you'll hold those hands a little bit in the beginning to get them going. You'll give them the ideas. You'll help them with implementation and execution. And then those that are more advanced, you know, you work with them as well, and and, and everyone along the spectrum. Fantastic. That's, that's exactly. Just great. You know, <laughs> well, in the best another part, thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Well, another oh, thing came up. Say, yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let me let me just say. 
When we go back yes, to the restaurant ahead. business being a thousand mm-hmm. details, one of the key points yes. that I never forgot is, you know, expect the, the unanticipated, expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm. And if you take care of your people, then they're going to have your back. And they're going to fill in the pieces and they're going to back you up and they're going to take care of a lot of these thousands of details and these problems that you don't even have to worry about. And it becomes this choreographed team, you know, where people (laughs) notice things over time and they see what the guest sees and they put their customer hat on and they fix Mm -hmm. what is what they can that they see is broken. And it's like they want the organization to be as strong as possible. They understand that every single impression with a customer is a lasting impression and that, you know, that just makes the whole thing just work so much better. And it often determines whether that customer comes back again or tells their friend. So, you know, you definitely want to take care of your people so they have your back. And it sounds like all these tools and techniques that you use is the cornerstone of all that. And you just build upon it from there. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome what you just said, too, because that was very uh, very much along the same lines of what I was going to express, is, uh, is that, like you said, when you are taking care of your team, and they are, I love the fact that you use the word choreographed, because that, that is what it becomes, is, is this amazing, well-oiled machine of sorts that just things start to happen and people just take care of things. They take ownership and they just go, oh, that's okay, I got this, you know, and they they yes. own it. And when your guests see that, when they see that nobody's passing the buck, but they're all taking ownership and wanting to apply that, that heart to serve to every mm-hmm. guest that comes in the door, you're, the, things like tracking intent to return almost become a non-number at that point because you know your guests are going to want to return, going to want to return. You know that they're going to want to be a part of that again, and they want to bring their friends back as well. So all of those things just start happening almost without trying. Yeah, absolutely. That's when light. That's when you capture lightning in a bottle. You know, that's something that is so powerful when you see that happening when everyone's working together for that common goal and that you have a thriving, successful business because of your staff, because of, you know, how they feel they're treated and how you recognize them and just how much fulfillment they get from their jobs. I mean, that is literally capturing lightning in a bottle, and there's nothing more powerful. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And just to kind of, along those lines, one of the things that I've heard a lot as well, and I, I wanted to make sure that I spoke to you with you is, I'm not sure if you've experienced this in your job. I know that I have in, um, mm-hmm. in in jobs that I've held, is that, you know, you have those moments where you're excited, you're passionate, you're ready to go, and then the the job of a thousand details can catch up with you sometimes, and, and you feel that overwhelmed feeling, or, or things start to kind of fall off track for you, and maybe with your recognition program that's happened, that's yes. okay. Uh, that is okay, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about what we do here and even the plan that you've come up with, Roger, and what you've been doing for a while, is that it's not something that you have to worry about, you know, oh, well, if I stopped doing it or if I didn't do it that well for a while, mm-hmm. then I can't do it at all. It, that's not the case. You know, there's no. always a time no. and a place for you to get back involved, and that's what we're here for as well. Um, we actually have a reminder service for all of our clients. Um, we do phone calls. We do emails. We even do faxes. Um, our goal is to help you you stay consistent with your program regardless of what's going on in your restaurant because we know that you know that your team is that important and we want to help you make that happen. That's perfect. Let's jump into um, 
Dave's book a little bit and talk about the three reasons why managers fail. Mm. <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> this is something that uh, is, again, like we talked about, so simple but so true. Um, you know, the three reasons why managers fail that, that Dave talks about in his book, Built to Lead, is they fail to lead. And so the employees don't really believe that they really care about them. And then also mm-hmm. that they stop mm-hmm. learning. And those, I mean, when you when you really dig into that, first of all, failing to lead, like you said, if you're just a boss and and you're just giving demands and, you know, and requests and things like that, no matter how nice you say it, if you're just a boss, you're just a boss. But when you become a leader, that's when people choose to follow you. And there's a big difference in that whole thing. There is. It's about leading by example. You know, in, in the restaurants, yeah. I mean, again, I own restaurants for 20 years. And right until the very end that I sold my business, I mean, I was still answering the phone, doing takeout orders. I was busting tables, anything I could to back up my team. And that wasn't my job, but it was something that I did when I noticed something needed to happen. And I had great managers in place, and they did the very same thing. It's like no job was, you know, too important or, you know, too unimportant for anyone to do. It was such a team that it didn't matter who you were. Everyone just did what they noticed what had to happen. And that's, I think that's, you know, leading by example. It's like you're going to follow someone like that to the end of the earth because, again, they're not too important. They're not just the boss. They're one of the teeth. Absolutely. Well, and your employees at that point know that you really care about them and helping them be successful because if you're willing to jump in and do those things that aren't necessarily part of your job responsibility, then they see that and they feel that care and concern, and in turn they will turn around and that, that loyalty that we talk about, that will be there for you as their manager. They will see that and they will in turn be loyal to you and be there for that long night, you know, or that extra table or whatever else you need done that's going to make that business more successful. You won't have to worry about asking. They'll be offering. And that's a huge difference in how a a workplace is run and how a culture feels whenever you walk in. Right, and restaurants are looking for competitive advantages, and this is such a powerful one and such a simple one. And I, I routinely made it a practice to visit my competition and dine out in other restaurants in my area, you know, because I always got new ideas, but I also had a really good sense of, you know, what I was up against. And we played our best game, and we literally dominated the competition for 20 years in the ski resort town that was literally, you know, more than half a million skiers came every single winter in that four-month season, and there was tons of business to go around, but I had the dominant place, and there were a variety of reasons, but I'd like to think that, and I do believe that, you know, the staff made such a huge impact. They were making friends for my restaurant every single day on the floor and, and inviting them back again, and over time, and a short amount of time, my customers were actually asking for my staff by name. Oh, I want so-and-so to seat me at this table. I want so-and-so to be my server, you know, and it was so powerful and so empowering for the staff. And that doesn't touch on the kitchen. We had lots of different recognition programs that touched on the kitchen as well. But, I mean, the kitchen, you know, they're in there cooking the food, they're prepping the salads, they're putting out great product, and that has a huge impact on the guest experience but they're not necessarily interacting with the customer personally as the front-of-house team is. So, you know, we put a huge emphasis on noticing with the front-of-house people and really just having everyone become their own brand within the larger restaurant brand. We encourage people to use their unique personalities 
to really just light up their tables and take them on this magical journey that was our restaurant. Tell them everything that's special and unique that the customer wouldn't ordinarily know about. And when I visited my competitors, none of them were doing this stuff. It's like they had order takers on the floor with a pad and a paper saying, you know, what can I get you? What will you have, you know? They would take the order, deliver the food, and bring the check. And to me, that was such an ordinary experience where we were literally entertaining people, you know, and turning them on to just a great experience. And there was a huge difference. And that was that competitive advantage. And these are just, again, such simple ideas. But think about it. If you go out to your competition, see what they do. See how the staff interact with the customer. And you can get great ideas, and you can also see what, you know, what you're doing better. And you can, it just motivates you to just keep going, and, and, and it never stops. You know, there's really no finish line in the restaurant business. You just, every day you get up, and if you have a passion for it like I did, and if you have a passion for working for, and working with and developing your people, it's like there's so much fulfillment to be found in that, but it's just so much more when you see other people getting that, getting those concepts, and then, you know, it rubs off on them like osmosis, and then they're touching your customer in a personal way. And you get so much satisfaction from seeing that happen. Oh, absolutely. It, you know, it's interesting that you brought up, too, uh, with the back of the house. I've had a lot of discussions about, you know, well, what can I do for the back of the house? Or I'll ask specifically, okay, what are your criteria? What are your goals for your back of the house team? What would you like to see happen? And they'll just say, you know, oh, we just want to have good food, you know, or we want it to look nice, or we want them to keep food costs mm-hmm. down, you know, very right. general things. But when you're a back-of-the-house team member, and, and from personal experience, I, I was a cook for a while in the back of a restaurant as well, and I loved hearing the feedback from my customers whenever I would go out and they would say, you know, oh, I, I worked in a diner of sorts for a little while, and they'd say, oh, yes. the pancakes were awesome the other day, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> and just yeah. little things like that. And, and whenever, you're, whenever your customers see that and whenever they see that you really have a passion for your food, they're going to respond accordingly. They're going yes. to appreciate that, that you took the time to make their meals for them. And, and so there's a whole different approach in all that. Basically, it boils down to your your employees actually market your business for you almost they do. more than any other marketing mar- budget that you would have. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've always said, <laughs> and I do recommend the restaurants constantly to work on their – we're talking about internal marketing here, Keisha, and it is yes. always going to be more cost-effective and, you know, more powerful to reach your existing customer than to try to get new customers. And your staff plays such a huge role in that. But going back to the kitchen, you know, every single meal touches a customer. And that's how, you know, your kitchen staff really reach the customer. But it all comes down to consistency. And if there's pride in how they do the job, then every single plate is going to be consistent. Everything is going to be, you know, prepared exactly the way the customer ordered it. It's going to be garnished the way they expect to see it. The plates are going to be clean. You know, the silverware is going to be spotless. I mean, going back to those thousands of details. But, again, the recognition of these employees plays such a huge part in the pride they take in their job and the ultimate delivery of the food and drink that you bring to your customer. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's such a different perspective whenever you know that there was excellence taken and there was attention to detail. And that's what your customers see is that attention to detail, that desire for excellence, and they, they pay attention to that and they do want to return at that point. Um, 
can I ask you, Roger? I wanted to yes. kind of get some of your feedback because I I know that you've done this a lot with your employees, and I've heard a lot of those stories. Can I ask you if there's been a time um, in your own life experience where you've been recognized either by a boss or by a peer, um, just that moment? I'd like to kind of hear your perspective and what that felt like in that moment to be recognized by someone. Well, you know, yes, I have, and it, and it has been a very, very long time since. Uh, the last corporate job I had was about 21 years ago, um, before, it was kind of simultaneously with starting my first restaurant before I went on to just, you know, own and manage restaurants full time. But I was working in the marketing department of a major ski resort back east. And I knew that um, I learned something in my career a long, long time ago. I worked for an advertising agency in Los Angeles. And one of my managers told me that there are no excuses, that literally you should have a whatever-it-takes attitude. And that stuck with me so long, and I applied that to every single job I had. And that ad agency was, I don't know, 30 years ago. It was such a long time ago that I worked there. But that was one, that was one sort of a mantra or, or something that I kept in mind, and I always applied to jobs. And I got promoted, you know, in many of these different companies. But finally in the ski resort, you know, I just got promoted every couple of months based on this whatever-it-takes attitude, and I was always willing to go above and beyond and not just do the job at hand, and this company just totally recognized that. They saw that I added value to their bottom line and that, you know, I was making that company far more money than they were paying me, but it wasn't necessarily about the money. It was about, you know, again, that recognition thing where you really feel like you're making a difference and you're making a contribution and then I continued to apply those concepts in my restaurant. And there were more than a couple of times when my staff actually got together and surprised me with one of those difference dollars things, you know. And it's like <laughs> they all just got up one by one and just kind of talked about what a difference that, you know, that I had made in their experience at that restaurant or in their life or whatever it was. And it was completely unexpected, a complete surprise. And I think it reduced me to tears more than once. So, you know, there's that powerful concept coming full circle where they suddenly turn the tables and, you know, and, and did it to me. <laughs> oh, Roger, that's amazing. I, I'm sorry. I actually have tears in my eyes just hearing you tell the story. Because Thank you. That, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, the fact that your team – and. And forgive me for a moment, but uh, yeah. after working with so many industries for so long, one of the industries that I work with that has the highest turnover, and sometimes depending on the location, even the least amount of buy-in, a lot of times is restaurants. And, mm -hmm. and it, it hurts my heart because I love, I have such a passion for what restaurants do and, and the serving of people, but, but for a team like that to turn around and, and recognize you in that way, to know that you had poured into them so much, you invest in their lives, and they recognize that and, and wanted to give back to you, that's incredible. Yeah, again, you know, it was this family, and it's crazy because it's easy, it's much easier to do that in a year-round operation, you know, but when you have a place that's literally only open four months a year, and then people literally have to go on to another job, and then they come back to you the following season, and they're with you for 12, 15, 18 years. I mean, that, that just speaks volumes of a company culture. And I'm so passionate about this, and I just want to spread this very simple message to any restaurant out there listening and literally just change restaurants one at a time because it really has such a powerful, dramatic impact on, on everything. And I know we've covered this over and over in the podcast, but 
it, it really is that simple, but I found in my experience that so few people really get that simplicity and how easy it is to just change. It's a mindset shift. You know, it's a paradigm shift yeah. where one day you, you sort of just shift your management style a little bit, and managers can get so much out of reading Dave's book, Built to Lead, and I know I did, and I'm constantly trying to learn as well. And, you know, I was in the business for 20 years, and I got so much out of that book. So that would be the start of things, of course. But, you know, just take a page out of some of these ideas and just over time gradually try to implement these, you know, recognizing people, noticing them, doing things right, thanking them. Because the power of praise and thank you is, is so, so powerful, and it means so much in someone's day, no matter who they are. They could be your manager. They could be your dishwasher. They could be your bus person. It really doesn't matter. But, I mean, it just builds this family, and that's really where – you know, where that they'll they'll do anything for you if they feel like they're they're part of your family. They really will, and mm-hmm. and that's what I'd love to share with with everyone listening. <laughs> Absolutely, I I completely agree with you. I'm so excited to to be able to dive more into this with you, and um and just so excited to to see how this can pan out into even even future endeavors of working with restaurants to bring this culture of world-class and bring this culture of caring and family and teamwork. Because when you look at your bottom line, when you look at all those things, those are details. But the impact that we have on people's lives, that's what lasts. That's a legacy. And you have quite a legacy going on, Roger, I must say. Well, thanks for that. And I know you do, too. And I I can't imagine working with 700 clients. You must be a busy, busy lady. And I can't imagine how much satisfaction you get from from sharing this knowledge and and seeing the results from these companies. But I know you've got lots of success stories, but is there one in particular you want to share? (laughs) There is. Um, I... You know, I just, it stuck with me for a long time. It happened a few years ago, um, but it was one of those, I guess, like you said, lightning in the bottle moments for me. Um, There was a a particular client. It was a a restaurant, a chain, actually, a national chain, and and one of the locations just had not been utilizing their program at all for a long time. And, And so what we do at that point, even if it's a few months behind like that, we will continually kind of call and, and try to get that location um, kind of up and running again. You know, and, okay, what's going on? Let's diagnose the progr- program and, and the, the problems that you have and figure out what we can do to fix it. So I, I had that happen and was able to actually get the, the general manager of the location on the phone. And um, and I I said, that, you know, okay, three Three things that you want to change, you know, the age-old question, what what would you like to improve upon? And and right away her her answer was punctuality, professional appearance, and drugs. Drugs? And I went, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I literally stopped. that. I was like, I'm I'm sorry, right? what? <laughs> what did and, you uh, say? Yeah, she goes, no, really, drugs. And I'm like, what? And, you know, so I, I was <laughs> okay, explain, you know, what's going on? And and, uh, and she just started talking about this location that, um, unfortunately, some people had, had come in and, and decided that mm-hmm. her restaurant was going to be a base of operations for them, selling their wow. products that wasn't mm-hmm. legal. And, yes, um, yes. And they were still doing it. And. So her job as a GM, which I, I don't know if you've had this experience, but her job was, was to come in and, and clean up the store. And so she started talking about how she was going through all these things, you know, having to put 
unfortunately put even like locks on the bathroom doors because the oh, yeah, staff was yeah. using as well and and just you know and it was very difficult for her very difficult time and and uh and she started talking said okay you know well where are you guys at now and and i still get chills when i think about it she said well keisha a couple of days ago two of my team members said that they were going to go to a rehabilitation center and they were going to um you know work on on taking care of this issue and they were asking if they could have their job back whenever they get out and Mm-hmm. I, I almost, I still oh, want to cry, but she said, I, I said, well, there's your employee of the month winners right there. <laughs> and she just kind of oh, yeah. she's like, what? Because she's looking for the person that does everything right and the top, you know, and, and all across the board, perfect employee. And I said, no, 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 no. The power of recognition is that you recognize what you want to see repeated. You recognize those values, those things that you see that need to be a part of your business. You recognize Absolutely. people for doing those. And that's what you're able to build on. And and from that day, we watched, and, and I still check in on this location, and they're doing great. They've been successful with this program. They were This was years ago. And, uh, and they've been continually successful with it, being able to recognize their team members and completely turn the location around. And it, it's just awesome to be able to be a part of that story in a, in mm-hmm. a small no way. Doubt. But to be an encourager. So as I told her and I tell all of my clients, you're going to have rough times. That's okay. I'm here to be your cheerleader. So go team. You can do this. Absolutely. That's a great story. And, you know, unfortunately, substance abuse is a part of the restaurant business. Uh, I've had many of those problems when I first started the restaurant also. But similarly, you know, all these recognition concepts and building the family really turned into – you know, my staff kind of policed the place. And anyone who didn't fit, anyone that they didn't want to be part of that family, they kind of voted off the island. And it's like after a while, it's like I wasn't hiring and firing anymore. The staff were doing it. And, you know, legally, of course, but, you know, they just wanted to work with the kind of people, the quality people that were part of that family and that everyone had that common goal and were moving forward. And that's really what that dream team is all about. You know, your A team will literally take care of your business when you're not there. And I was able to step away for several years and be a customer in my own restaurant and, you know, watch my employees shine while my customers were smiling. I could go away on vacations and they would have my back and they would have that store and they would run it as if it was their own. And that is, you know, in, in such an intense business, where, you know, exit strategies mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, and ultimately I did sell my restaurants. But for many, many years I had an exit strategy where my team were taking care of things, and I didn't have to be there. I could spend lots of time with my small children growing up. And I had the big picture. I'd walk in and I would notice, just like my staff were noticing. But if every restaurant out there had that freedom where, again, if they worked on their business today, putting all of these concepts in place, think about how much more satisfying their businesses would be down the road and how they could choose to work work in it, continue to work on it, or not at all, you know, and just show up as a customer from time to time. You know, that is that is the most powerful goal that I strove for. And ultimately, I did exit my restaurant, and uh, I moved across the country, and now I check in via Facebook and their website. I still help <laughs> out every, every once in a while when they call me with a question, but... I do miss it, and I miss the team. You know, we had such a strong relationship, and I'm still such close friends with so many of my employees, mostly through social media now, and I just see what they continue to do in that business. 
you know, one of my servers who is an outstanding server is an artist, you know, kind of an amateur artist. And now she's holding um, painting parties uh, and she's actually bring, bringing in business in our conference room upstairs. And it's kind of a wine and paint party. And it's been super successful, and I've been watching this on Facebook, and I'm like, wow, I'm an artist, too. I, I like to paint. I wish I was still back there because it looks like so much fun. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where she's sharing one of her passions, and she's building the business, and she's bringing in new customers, and she's building lots of friends for you know my old restaurant. And there's so many ideas like this, but you'll see that your staff will literally think out of the box and they will try to improve your business, and they will use their creativity and their unique personalities to really touch the guests. And that just goes on and on and on, and that just makes me smile. <laughs> you know, it's so awesome to hear you say that, too, because when I when I talk to my clients, that's one of the first things that I ask them. You know, we, we talked about it earlier. What is your management team doing? You know, what are their goals? What are their thoughts? Are they... Are they on board with this whole program thing? You know, are they on board with recognizing the right. team members? Because mm-hmm. if they're not willing to protect the culture like you talked about, and they will be fiercely protective, all of your employees will once they get excited. Yes, absolutely true. You know, when when you have that team that is protecting the culture and then they have the opportunity like this to encourage each other along the way, that's what drives your program. It's, it's mm-hmm. not just one person coming mm-hmm. in and saying we're going to no. do this. It has to be a culture shift, and without that, then you know I've I've had a lot of people say, "Oh, it's just plaques," and you're absolutely right. They are just plaques. They're pieces of wood with engraved pieces of brass on them, and they're beautiful. It's a wonderful display. You can keep them for years and be reminded of that memory. But if you don't create the memory behind it, it's not recognition. It's just a plaque. Well, you know, I felt that feeling. Um, you know, you're, when I first started working with your company. Um, I got uh, a plaque in the mail in Dave's book, and it's like it was a complete surprise. I didn't expect to get it, and it's like I was touched in a real personal way, you know, and it was just amazing. And, uh, yeah, I, I display the plaque in my office. It says, World Leader in Restaurant Training, 2015, Roger Bodwin, Restaurant Rockstars. And I was, like, blown away by this because, again, it was <laughs> unexpected, and it was – and it just – yeah, it just set me on fire, and it's like, Wow. <laughs> And I still look at it, and then I read the book, and it's like, I can go on and on. But, yeah, I mean, in a simple way, this is how people feel. It's the core, and it's just the cornerstone and the foundation of the program, and then the ideas behind it. And some of your techniques and your concepts just reinforce that recognition, and it just literally just lights up your organization. Mm, Amazing stuff, Keisha. Amazing stuff. (laughs) It really is. I love the fact that you're so passionate about this because I really, my poor family, they hear about it constantly. I I love being able to see this whole culture shift and see it duplicated. And so I'm just so excited to hear your story as well, Roger. Thank you. Absolutely. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners, Tisha? Um, You know, I just... I I share this with all of my clients, and so I'd like to to share it with your listeners as well. And it's it's just very simple. It's don't mm-hmm. don't give up on yourself, and don't give up on your team. And and if you feel like it's impossible or that it won't work, just give it a try. Just I, I would challenge you to try it because it's one of those things that 
it seems so simple that sometimes it can be overlooked, like we've mentioned, but it's such a valuable tool, and that's what we're here for as recognition consultants and experts right. to be able to walk you through that process. So if you have that question or that struggle where you're like, I don't know what to do with this one, you know, that's what we want to do is we want to help you walk through that and find out how to correctly and successfully apply a recognition program so that it does become a positive management tool and a culture shift for you. But most importantly, just don't give up on yourself and don't give up on your team because you have I love a legacy it. to live. <laughs> so that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, you know, your mission statement really also sums it up. We create memorable moments. And every single day, there are numerous opportunities to create those memorable moments. And all throughout the team, you're creating memorable moments for your staff, and then your staff, in turn, are creating memorable moments for your guests. And that is the magic. So I can't thank you enough. Um, I'm sure we've piqued the listeners' interest a lot about myemployees.com, but I want to tell them if they go to my website, restaurantrockstars.com, if you scroll down about halfway down the page, you're going to see a very large myemployees.com logo. And if you click on that, you will get an absolutely free manager success kit, which will take some of these concepts that we've talked about today to the next level and give you a lot more information and some techniques and tools that you can use immediately in your restaurant to, you know, to light up your staff a little bit more. So thanks so much, Keisha, for your insights and your passion for what you do. I mean, I totally get you know, having 700 clients and making such a huge impact, that must be so satisfying for you. But this is a business of a thousand details, and I, re- I really can't think of any detail that's more important than building that dream team so that they care and they treat every customer in your restaurant as the most important customer. And most of all, have fun. You know, it all starts at the top and trickles down. And if the managers aren't having fun and the staff aren't having fun, and then, of course, the customers aren't having fun. But None of that will happen without some of these recognition, praise, and rewards that we've been talking about. So thanks, everyone, for listening. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, and we'll be back at you again soon. Thanks for listening.